Hi there. Do you work in talent marketing? Maybe writing job posts is an important part of your role. Or perhaps you are the person who writes the company's social media posts that are targeted to your employees and job seekers. What do you consider to be your key skill in writing those job and social media posts? Is it knowing how to create campaigns? Is it knowing in general how to use you know the all the social media or is it communicating your message hi my name is Susanna Rantanen and i teach modern employer branding and talent marketing to aspiring talent marketing professionals like yourself who are working currently in HR, talent acquisition, or at the marketing communications department, working with employer branding, writing job posts, internal communication, all sorts of messages, social media messages, all, you know, communication towards target, uh, talent target audiences. And in this episode of the Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast, I want to share you with why uh, success in talent marketing begins with knowing how to clarify your message. Before you should start writing anything, you um, should make very clear to yourself what this message needs to achieve. What does the person who is reading your message or watching it as a video or listening to it as a as a podcast or in a podcast, what do they need to think or do as a result of receiving your message? If you don't have the purpose of your message really clear, they won't either. And then the question is, why would you use any of your energy to come up with a message of any sort unless it needs to create some sort of action in the mind of the recipient. So what is that action? What would you need the person to do once they have received your message? Now, that depends, but this would be where you always start before you dot down a single line, a single word. And to be honest, I think that we tend to be extremely lazy about this in talent marketing communication, we really don't stop enough or long enough to think, why should somebody care about what we have to say? Unfortunately, I find that we just expect the other person, the audience, we just expect that they automatically care because this message was important to us. But when you really stop and sit down to think about it, If you do me a favor, think about how you answer this question. Do you assume the other person who's reading your message that they're automatically interested in your message when you publish it just because you just because it's available? Do you assume that they're automatically interested in it? Of course you don't. Of course you do not. But When we blog on our company website, when we post career stories, when we post social media posts, when we publish job posts, we expect 
people to be interested in reading them much more often than they are. If you look at analytics, the data that is available to you when you publish anything online, be it social media or a website, they often, referring to data, data oftentimes speaks a gruesome fruit to us. It, it It tells us that not a lot of people care at all. And that information, that knowledge should be enough to stop you right then and there and start figuring out why not? This is a really important thing. Why are people not caring about this? And especially, what can you do about it? How can you get them to care? All talent marketing communication must begin with a clear message. That message of yours, whether you've wrapped it around, you know, in the in the form of a, a, a picture or a video or a podcast episode or a blog post or a job post or a social media post, Every single one of those needs to have a message and that message needs to be clear because that message is the petrol that keeps that marketing activity going on. Don't be fooled. Don't be fooled to think that your marketing campaign, for example, is being kept alive and active by the money that we pay for it. I mean, the advertiser, Google or a job board or social media, LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram or whatever you're using, YouTube, they will gladly take your money. They will because, you know, you're pushing it to them. But that doesn't mean that they want to show your message to a maximum number of eyeballs. The money that you pay forward for is for the advertising space. But that doesn't mean that anybody is inspired to take any sort of action after, you know, seeing that that message is available. Just because you pay for an advert doesn't mean that anybody wants to read it or click it open. All talent marketing must begin with a clear message. And that message must impact a change. That message must impact the person to do something that and that something is what you ask them to do. When your intentions are clear, when your message to your recipient is very clear, there is a great chance that they will be impacted by what you say and influenced to, uh, to act what you ask them to do. Take pride in becoming a great communicator in all talent marketing communication that you do, in all of those messages that you write. Because when you take pride in becoming a great communicator, you will become a great communicator. Becoming a great communicator is significantly more important to you as a talent marketing communication professional than mastering the design or knowing how to create a Facebook ad campaign for a job post. It's much more important. A great a design, even if it's a great design, it's a translation of the message in a visual format. You still need to have a clear message. And if your message is unclear, the designer is unable to create the best visual representation of your message. An ad campaign will fail to work without a message that convinces the recipient to take action on that campaign. Take pride in becoming a great communicator. Take pride 
in learning the three key characteristics a great communicator has. All great communicators are understood. They know they have the skill, they have learned the skill to articulate their thoughts into a clear message. That gets them to become understood. They are interesting. They have learned a skill, how to win attention, how to captivate their audiences with that message, and they inspire change. Their message has a purpose. A message that fails to inspire change is just plain fluff. It means nothing. It delivers you no value, and it means nothing to the recipient. It's just noise. It's it's garbage for the ears and, and eyes. How long does it take from you to write a job post that you can feel really proud of? How long does it take from you to write a job post that you really feel like you put yourself into, you did the best work that you could? When that job post was ready, you looked at it, you felt like this was some of the, or even, I mean, maybe the best work that you've ever done, and you're proud to press that send button and publish it. You can't wait to get it published. And I do hope that that's how you feel when you finish writing job posts. Every single job post that you write should be your best work. And that is how you should feel. And you deserve to feel like that after you put a significant effort into something. I mean, when I finish writing a really good job post, a job post that I can feel proud of, it has taken me several hours. It has taken me several hours because I first need to spend some time into understanding you know, what this job post is about. What is the role? And, and not just the role, but what is the problem that this role needs to resolve in this company? If it's my own company, if it's for my business, obviously I know more about that. Uh, but, you know, in my career, I've written a fair share of job posts uh, for, you know, other people's companies, other people's, uh, uh, you know, teams, uh, for clients, for example. My team does probably daily rights job posts for our clients. So we don't have that background information to the purpose of the role. So we need to find it out. But that's not enough. We also need to find out who is this person that would most likely succeed in this role and why? Because we need to also understand why and what might compel them to take action on that job post. And that's the research, the the homework that we all need to do first, because you are not going to be able to clarify the message unless you know the backbone to it. And to be frank, unless you've spent a good uh, couple of, or maybe an hour or some on those tasks, your job post will fail to deliver you the candidates you expect or your customer expect or your colleague expects. The thing is that most often when you start writing a job post, you get some kind of a skeleton, a bullet point list of hiring criteria. And then you're expected to write a really damn good job post with that kind of crap. 
Sorry to be blunt, but it's just literally not enough. So if that's all you got, you need to learn how to ask questions, how to communicate in a great way to get those answers to yourself. And that might require you to help the uh, managing, you know, the the hiring manager to, to understand better they oftentimes they can't give you anything more than a list of bullet points because they they don't really know themselves either so you got to do the homework it's mandatory in order to write a really good job post and only after that begins the writing which takes a couple of hours when i put all this effort all these several hours to, you know total in into writing a, a job post, it's better, it's it's better, it really must be damn good. I deserve it to work. I deserve it to start delivering. I don't want to put those hours into writing a job post that is going to be crap. So, and it's going to be crap unless you've done that homework first. You, everything begins with a great message and you need to know how to formulate that message. You need to know what what you're writing about who is it for, why they should care, and what they need to do as a result of, you know, reading your message. I really hope and wish that you care about becoming a really good communicator because that's the only way that you will be understood. That's the only way that you can guarantee that the messages that you write, that they're interesting and especially that they inspire change. Unless your message is understood, unless you're able to win the attention and captivate those minds, unless your message inspires them to take action, make a change, then your job post fails. And you will be able to see that in the analytics. The data tells you the gruesome truth. How many people saw the job post? How many of those clicked it? How many of those read it until the end? How many of those returned to reread that message? How many of those took action and clicked the apply now button? And how many applications did you actually end up receiving? It's all very simple math. And your ability to clarify the message is the only way to improve all of these numbers. I mean, putting more money into the campaign, expanding the number of channels you use to share the job post or extending the application period, none of those actions are able to impact all of those five crucial how many or six crucial how many's. Only a clear message that inspires change in the recipient will do that. And as an aspiring talent marketing communication professional, you need to know everything in talent marketing communication begins with a great message and either you need to develop your own communication acumen or if you are the person who actually creates the technical campaigns you need to demand the writer to become a great communicator because no amount of money put into that campaign is able to maximize the number of your candidates in your process if your message sucks The three key benefits of becoming a great communicator in talent marketing are evident. Clarity. When your message is clear, it prevents confusion. People run off when they become confused. I mean, if your job hosts fail in uh, all of those six crucial how-tos, 
it's confusing. People are not that they're running off. Being interesting is key to winning attention. I mean, if you fail, if your message fails to interest, to excite, to compel, obviously, you know, it won't be able to hold their attention. They will run off. But the thing is that when people do become excited about your message, about what you propose in your message, they want to take the action that you ask for in the message. These are all benefits that you get when you become a great communicator. I guess this ends up with, uh, with the, uh, the answer to the question, well, how can I become a great communicator? And I guess it's fair for me to give you some tips. Now, first, uh, becoming a great communicator doesn't happen overnight. So literally, you do need to have the, the motivation, uh, you know, the motivation to learn, to, to see it as, a, as your personal development journey. It's taken me two decades to develop my communication skills. And I feel that I'm still not like at my peak, at my final destination. I take it as a lifelong journey, lifelong learning journey, which is comforting because, you know, I'm not in a rush. I don't feel pressured or stressed to learn everything over a night or over the next couple of months. Um, and when you realize that becoming something is actually a journey, a transformation journey, uh, and it takes however long it needs to take, then I think that you're more inspired to step on that journey because you know, you're the one who sets the time frame. But what this means is that it starts with you. I can't tell you that you must want to become a great communicator. I mean, I can tell you, but I don't expect that to inspire you to, you know, to change and, and, and do that for yourself. It's all about your inner motivation, your inner need to become a source of inspiration for other people to use your communication ability to inspire change in other people. You're not learning to become a great communicator for your boss or for other people. You must want to learn to become a great communicator for you. Great communication skills and the ability to influence others is useful in your everyday life for the rest of your life. It's not just about, you know, writing better job posts or better social media posts. It's not about uh, the company that you work for today or for the role that you have today. It's for you, for your life. That's why it starts from you. It ends with you. And uh, it's all about you wanting to transform your life with your ability to clarify whatever messages you want to clarify, uh, no matter who you are communicating those messages to. Then you should find somebody or some people who inspire you as a communicator, who you can learn from and who you can kind of set out as your own sources of inspiration for your own transformation journey. You can teach yourself to become a better communicator simply by paying attention to communicators that captivate your mind, who win your attention, and who inspire you with their ideas and with their thoughts, uh, who inspire you to want to make a change in something. That doesn't necessarily mean they inspire you to make a change in communication. 
I mean, there are so many authors and podcasters and bloggers and bloggers and social media influencers and keynote speakers in all alleys of life who you can use as your inspirational sources easily. And you recognize them simply with their ability to captivate your attention and present their message clearly and persuade you to follow and to return over and over to hear if they have anything new to tell you and inspire you about um, or to take action. Uh, and those people, those people are re- great examples of great communicators. So just pick and choose doesn't necessarily mean that they need to be talking about you know, communication. It's just the way that they talk about whatever they talk about that sets you an example how you can talk about, how you can become a better communicator in whatever you want to talk about. And then, of course, there is always the option to take a course or read a book or go to school to learn effective communication. And that might also be a great route for you. I've done that too, and I still do. In fact, I do both weekly, sometimes even, you know, several days during the week. And I said, it's it's a lifelong learning journey to become a great communicator. So I'm inspired to develop this skill of mine, you know, whenever, wherever, and through, you know, various different sources. Sometimes I take a course. Uh, sometimes I read a book. Sometimes I read blog posts of great communicators. Uh, but they, you know, what's, I don't jump from people to people. I've noticed that I've sort of found my people that I follow and uh, because they influence me, the way that they do it has an impact on me. I believe in them. They inspire me to change. And uh, that's why I want to go back to them over and over and over again. I can offer you a solution in addition to some of my blog posts and podcast episodes that address communication directly, uh, there's obviously also now Talent Marketing School. If you are inspired, you know, with how I do this. At the time of launching this episode, I have one specific course that teaches communication. And that course is the six-step plan to develop a candidate communication framework to increase candidate experiences and influence your employer brand through candidate experiences. It's a really great course to inspire for better communication during the recruitment process. There's a lot of potential, you know, hidden potential in every single recruitment process that we could really, you know, get value out of um, simply by doing better communication and more. And that course teaches you a system for that. It's 2021 now. So by the end of this year, there will be another specific course about communication And that is how to write a job post that captivates attention and gets the right talents to action. And as you know, as you probably maybe possibly have heard, Talent Marketing School is an on-demand platform. So it's an educational place where I teach. I'm the only teacher there. I teach this modern employer branding based on the method that I've developed. I teach everything you need to know how to build a magnetic employer brand and how to you know, impact and influence talents talents with modern talent, uh, marketing and communication. That's the plan that I can give to people like you to who, who are inspired to do talent marketing, communication and employer branding like I do it, like people in my, my company do it, how we teach to our, our clients and, and how we do it for our clients. 
if that's what inspires you, then uh, talent marketing works as a annual membership fee. So it's not that you pay for every course separately. You pay for one annual membership fee, and that gives you access to everything in there, all the content, all, all the all the courses and the lessons, everything that is there already, and everything that I will put in there as you know I am building the library of courses. So that's good for you to know. And of course, I teach other stuff than just specifically how to write something or how to communicate something. But as said, everything begins with great messaging. So I want to point out those, those options for you. Anyhow, if you're not ready to explore talent marketing school uh, yet, why don't you come back to this podcast next week uh, and listen to another episode of Building a Modern Umbria Brand? I'll be answering what seems to be a tricky question in talent marketing, and that is, who exactly are your talent marketing audiences? And that is next week. Until then, my name is Susanna Rantanen. I am your coach to modern magnetic employer branding and talent marketing. Moi moi. Moi moi.